Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin, and my guest today is real estate agent Alicia Queen. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me, James. Yeah, so, you know, real estate, that's a great business. Um, it's a lot of people doing it. What year did you actually start doing real estate? So I actually started in early 2016. Um, I decided in probably late 2015 that I wanted to do it. And um, I went and started taking my classes actually in January of 2016. Oh, wow. So how'd you get involved with it? So I was kind of looking for something that I can do for myself. Um, as I'm what you call a dual career agent. So as well as being a real estate agent, I do work full time. So in working full time, um, I was at a, I guess, kind of a, uh, a impasse in my career. I was looking for other jobs and I couldn't find anything. And I, I kind of just wanted something I could do for myself. Um, and so someone had mentioned real estate to me probably a year or so prior um, and then Kevin, my husband, actually had told me he had a dream that I was a real estate agent, which was odd because I had never told him that someone mentioned it. So it was kind of like, I believe in signs and things like that. So like, maybe this is God telling me this is what I should do. Um, and so I, um, I, he had a few people that he knew. Um, that were real estate agents. And he said, well, won't you just sit down and talk with them and kind of get the pros and cons about the business? And so that's what I did. And then once I got the pros and cons and what's the worst that could happen, um, I felt like it was something I wanted to give a try. So that's exactly what I did. Okay, so just so we're clear, you actually, you actually have a full-time job and you do real estate. I do. I work for the federal government full time and I'm a real estate agent as well. And um, you might as well say I have two full time jobs because in real estate, there's no way you can kind of do it part time. Real estate is very much a full time job as well. Right. So being a wife and a mother and, and basically having two full time jobs, how do you balance your work life with family? So um, I'll be honest with you, Jane, some days I don't know how I do it um, <laughs> because I'm one of those um, moms and I'm one of those wives that I feel like I have to be at everything. And so I want to be at every honor roll assembly, every soccer game, basketball game, dance competition. Um, so it, it can be tough at times. Um, the joy of being a a real estate agent is that I can pick my schedule. And so I get the ability to say, okay, I'm going to show houses this day, or I'm not going to show houses this day. So I'm very family oriented. Family is first. And so if one of the kids has an activity or, you know, my husband and I just need some time together, we need a date day or something like that, then I just have to prioritize my schedule to be able to do it. Um, I think it helps that Kevin is very much a helpmate in the sense that he's always willing to, you know, fill in the gap. And so I can say to him, hey, I'm showing houses this afternoon. And he'll say, okay, well, you know, I'll get the kids together, whether it's 
get them fed and bed or whatever it needs to be. So very much a teamwork and very much um, a partnership allows us to be able to keep the ball rolling. And that, that's great. I mean, to have somebody in your corner to make sure you know that, you know, y'all working as a team and y'all, you know, y'all keep it, y'all, you basically saying it, y'all a team. And that's, that's important, especially with you juggling so much. Right, right. It has to be. It has to be. I think, you know, even if you don't have to juggle a lot, just having a family and, you know, having kids and two working adults in the home, I think you have to come up with a team and you have to figure out um, what your strengths and weaknesses are. For example, Kevin is the one that cooks. So most times if I do have to be gone in the evening, it's, you know, that's the norm for him to kind of come home and cook dinner. So we kind of know our strengths and weaknesses and we play on that. And, you know, at the end of the day, there's an end goal, you know, whatever is the success of my real estate career is always going to come back to my home. So um, I think it's worth it for, for all included. That's great. Now, uh, myself included, a lot of people just feel like, you know, all the real estate agent does is just show up and sell the house. I wanted you to actually address, like, what do you guys, you know, the other things that, that comes with being a real estate agent besides just showing up and selling the house? <laughs> So I think I thought that too um, before I came became an agent. And I think even when I had my conversations with these agents, I didn't understand the extent of it. Um, but it is, it's, it's a lot of work that goes into it. Um, I think when you tend to see it on social media and maybe even in your own, um, you know, experience that you had, it doesn't seem like a lot, but it is. Because even before going up to, sh you know, show a house, um, one, we have to find the houses that you're looking for. We have to make sure these houses are available. We have to schedule these appointments with these houses. Then we show you the houses. And then if you like the houses, we have to write a contract on these houses. I've had houses where contracts have been anywhere from 70 to 80 pages. So it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work that goes into it. And, you know, I always tell people it's the biggest purchase that you're ever going to make. So I need to take my time because if I don't do something right with your contract, how is that going to impact you in the future? I don't want five years from now you come back and say, well, I was, you know, out of luck on this because Alicia didn't write the proper addendum, you know, because every house is, is not the same. You know, this may be what you need for this condo, but this may be what you need for this single family home. So showing, showing the houses, I would say, is probably the most pleasant part of it. But when you get down into contract writing, when you get down into negotiating, making sure you're getting the best deal for your client, how, you know, coming up with strategies to beat out other offers. You know, it's something that takes time. It's something that takes patience. Um, and so it's, it's just a lot more to it than that. Um, I agree with you. I think that people think that. And I think that people often think, too, that the real estate agent is in everything. Our function is just solely... Um, to find your house or sell your house. But, you know, we don't get into your financials and all those things. The only thing we need to know from your lender is, okay, what are you pre-approved for so that we know, you know, what you can afford when we're taking you to buy these houses. But I think there's a misperception that 
If I'm your real estate agent, I know how much you make a year. I know what your credit score is. I know about your doctor's bills you didn't pay, you know, from five years ago. But that's that's really not the case. That's something that's between you and your lender. Mm, okay. So what are some beneficial programs that help with purchasing homes? So there's a lot of first-time home buyer programs. Um, and there's a and first time home buyer doesn't have to literally mean this is the only time that you've bought a home. A lot of times there's a time um, attached to that, and most of the time it's about three to five years. So say this is your second home, and you you're buying a home ten uh, ten years later, five years later, you may still be eligible for these programs, um, but. Most commonly, the state of Maryland, and I, I primarily work more with the state of Maryland, um, so that's why I'll say that. Um, they have grants and they have loans. Most programs just depend on each specific client's circumstances, so they still have um, the Pathways to Purchase program. Um, they have that offers up to $15,000. Um, and down payment and closing assistance. They have another program that offers 4%. Um, so it just depends. All of these programs are just dependent on a person's specific situation. Um, I think what a lot of people need to know, though, is sometimes you do better not going through a program and just buying a house flat out because with these programs, because they're giving you money, they're going to have a lot stricter requirements. So when it comes to your credit score, when it comes to your debt to income ratio, they're going to look at those things a little harder because they're, you know, they're kind of giving you something. So it's always good to know what programs are available, but it's always good to get feedback from a lender as to not just this one program, but different scenarios. So that way you can determine what's the best option for you. Okay. Now you mentioned credit. Like, how important is credit? Um, like, does your does your score determine like your like the how your score could like actually lower your payments? Am I correct? Uh, well, you're correct in the sense that the higher score can give you a lower interest rate, which of course definitely is going to lower your payments. So you're correct about that. Excuse me. So credit is very important when buying a house. Typically, the most common loans that people get when buying a house is either an FHA or a conventional loan. Um, usually, they require a minimum credit score of 620. There are some scenarios where you can get approved for a home loan with as low as a 580, but again, you get into exactly what you said, how well is your interest rate going to be? Um, they do have options for you to pay down your interest rate to get it a little lower. You could pay um, more cash at the table for that type of thing. But credit is really important. Um, and when they assess your credit, what they're looking for is, do you pay your bills on time? And can I trust you with, with this money that I'm giving you to be able to pay it on time? So they're using your credit to assess those things. So when you're cleaning up your credit and you're, considering, um, you know, hey, making a move and what do I need to do? Make sure that you're paying your bills on time and you're not using the max of everything you have. Mm -hmm. Okay, so just like 
that 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 um more like the that the income is like your um just make you say keeping your credit like not using like maxing your cars out so oh your like credit utilization basically pretty much right exactly exactly so if your credit card is a five hundred dollar limit and you're always at your five hundred dollar max and you're paying ten dollars a month you know on it you're really not hitting it so try to keep it it's, you know don't get me wrong things happen where you need to use those cards and things like that that's fine i'm not talking about extenuating circumstances i'm talking about on a daily basis um typically speaking they say that they would like to see your credit cards used of no more than a third of what the balance is i would probably do one better than that and maybe do a quarter of what and not the balance i meant the um what the limit is i would probably do a quarter if you know you're looking to buy a house you know just kind of keep it there and you know pay it use it but pay it off you know and then that way you're showing them that i have all this money available to me but i know how to pay it off and i know how to manage it because that's what they're looking for okay so what would you what would you say is the most rewarding thing about your career in real estate the most rewarding thing for me is just um, most of the time, oddly enough, seeing people at the finish line, um, I get quite a few clients that are, well, I don't, you know, there's, there's scenarios where I don't think I can do this, you know, I don't think I'm going to be pre-approved, but then when they try, you know, they get pre-approved and they get to the finish line. Um, just being able to buy a home, a lot of times, whether you're the first in your family or, you know, whatever the scenario may be, it's a huge, huge accomplishment. It's more than likely for most people, the biggest purchase you'll ever make, and it's yours. Um, I always tell people, you're going to pay somebody's mortgage, so why not pay your own? So whether you're renting from a person or whether you're renting an apartment, you're paying a mortgage. So why not pay your own? Why not build your wealth and build your equity in your own home? So for me, it's just so rewarding to see people get to the finish line because as you've heard, you know, it's not always easy getting there. And sometimes it's tough. Sometimes you, you know, go through scenarios where you think you're not going to get there. So when people finally get to the table and they get those keys, it's just, an, you know, it's a nice feeling to see knowing that, you know, you had an instrumental part in getting somebody there. For a lot of people, these are their dream homes. So that's that's really rewarding for me. So what about you? How did you feel when you bought your first home? Um, so I bought my first home in 2011. Um, and I, like most people, it was a rocky process for me. Um, we bought new construction. Um, I love the new construction process, and that's something I would recommend to people if it's something that, um, you know, you can do is feasible for you and something that you're interested in. Um, new construction, was it was really nice for me because, you know, you go through and you pick out everything down to your cabinet colors, your knob colors. So it was it was really nice. It was one of those things where just like I explained, we had some ups and downs through the process, but when we finally got our keys, it was just, you know, it was rewarding. Um, and I felt like, you know, I, I had something to show that I had done for my kids and for my family. So I really was ecstatic in my process. Okay. So if you could purchase a, a property anywhere in the country, where would it be and why? 
Um, I would, my property purchase would be in Miami. Um, home is where her heart is, but I always say that when my last child graduates uh, high school, I'm moving to Miami. I love, love, love the warm weather. I love the vibe of Miami. It's like you're out of town, but you're still somewhat home. So that's definitely where my property would be. I love their houses. I love the summer looks of their houses and just the fact that it's summer year round. So that's where I would purchase. And that's definitely on my my long-term goal list. Oh, really? So you actually, you actually would want to relocate to Miami? I would, but I just wouldn't want to do it like now with with having kids. So my kids are, my son will be 13 next month and my daughter is eight. And so I feel like we need the family support in the whole concept of the village that we get here while they're this young. But like once our kids are, you know, off to college or whatever they want to do with their lives, Yes, I want to relocate and get out of here. I want to go somewhere <laughs> where, it's, <laughs> where it's summertime every day. And I mean, I could take real estate to Miami too. So I feel like it just works out. Okay. I wanted, you know, I wanted to um, take, thank you for taking the time to do this. And I also wanted to commend you and Kevin. Um, I just actually just met Kevin probably like, uh, Ironically, we met on social media. We went to high school together and everything and didn't mm-hmm. know each other. But, you know, you guys are a great family. You know, I love seeing what you guys are doing and just, you know, having the opportunity to talk to you, you know, hearing how you guys work as a team. That's just so important. Um, I want to commend you, you both for that, but commend you because I'm talking to you. But I've talked to him and I want to commend <laughs> you both. <laughs> it's, it's great. Like, I really do. I really do admire respect how you two carry each other. So congratulations. No, thank you. I, I appreciate that. It's you know, it it took some while it took a while to get to this point. Um sometimes it, it just takes time. Um we've been together, we've been married for uh let's see, this year will be our thirteenth year, but we've been together for twenty years. So it took some fine tuning for us to get to this point. Um, but I just have such a sense and gratitude on life and just kind of, you know, all of my blessings and where we are. So I appreciate your kind words and, um, you even, you know, thinking of us to be able to have this conversation with us. Oh yeah, definitely. Just so you know, (laughs) we all in that (laughs) fine tuning boat, me and my wife. Yeah. (laughs) We've been together for, uh, let's see. This 2020. So we've been together for nights, not not quite 19 yet, but mm-hmm. on 19 together. And this year in March will be our 17 year anniversary. So, wow. Congratulations in advance. That's amazing. So I mean, you know, you're gonna you're gonna go through your ups and downs. Um mm-hmm. you're gonna go through your challenges. But I think one thing people I think one thing people don't understand or don't uh, don't account for is people actually do change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you, you you know you you guys were young too when you got married, early twenties, me early twenties. So you're not going to be that same person in your early twenties that you are in your mid to late thirties. So the key is just understanding, like, hey, the person I'm with—that's not the same person I married, like. They continue mm-hmm. to grow, they evolving, 
you know, the things that they love when they were 20s, they don't, they may not love that anymore. They may, you know, they may, they may become a person that wants to stay at home or, they, you know. Right, it's exactly. It, and it, it and just changes. And right. I agree. I remember talking with an older lady and she was saying she felt, this was years ago before I think I, I was mature as I am now to understand, you know, the changes in marriage. But what she said was that, you know, every five years ago or so, there's something different that changes. And so when you have a child, then that changes you. And then maybe you get a new job and that changes you. So like you said, it's so many changes and it's a matter of, you know, working with the changes. Maybe I get to this level and you're not at this level yet, you know, so it's just a matter of being patient. And like you said, working with each other. And then for me, I feel like it's falling in love over and over again. Cause as you stated, this can't be the same love that it was when we met when we were that young because we're not that person anymore. So now that you're this person that doesn't like to go out or you're this person that's more affectionate than you were years ago, now I got to, you know, it's, it's like falling in love all over again. Like, okay, I, I love this new you, you know, type of thing. So I, I couldn't agree more. Definitely. Well, again, thank you for doing this. I, I'm sure you want to, you're trying to generate more business so you can always leave your, you know, telling people how they can follow you on Instagram and things like that. Okay, great. So, um, again, that's Alicia Queen. So I have uh, my Instagram. Um, it's a little lengthy, but it's Queen Leash, the realtor. And Leash is spelled L-I-S-H. Um, so it's Q-U-E-E-N-L-I-S-H the realtor. Um, that's my Instagram tagline. Um, I have a Facebook page as well, specific to real estate. And it's my name, Alicia Queen. First name is spelled A-L-I-C-I-A. So it's Alicia Queen Realtor. You can find me on Facebook. Um, you can also contact me directly. My cell phone number is 301-221-621. 6142. And my email address is realtor, R E A L T O R, Alicia Queen at gmail.com. So if you have questions or concerns, you're welcome to contact me, whether you're ready now or you want to get together and come up with a plan to get ready. And that's buying, selling, or investing in real estate. I'm happy to help you. Definitely. And before I go, I want to make sure that I thank my sponsors, First Gen Fly and Chain Entertainment. Um, my Instagram access conversations underscore with underscore lamp. Again, thank you all for taking the opportunity to listen to the podcast. Thank you for all the love and support you've shown me. And you all have a great day. Thank you. You too, James. Bye-bye.